What up, everybody? It's Eli A. Ruth. Jeff with the G. Cutnick. And you're listening to the Food Bees Catch-Up Podcast. This week, we have infiltrated Disneyland's headquarters, and we are hiding in a secret broom closet. No, we're not. We literally are. We kidnapped Chef Christina Origel. She runs Disneyland's entire central bakery, which is responsible for almost everything sweet at Disneyland, at California Adventure, and all the resorts in the area. And we have her cornered in here, and we're going to tickle her until she gives up all her secrets about the rose gold macaroons. We did not sneak in. We literally did. We snuck past Walt Disney's guards. This interview has literally been set up for weeks. Oh, my God. Every time Food Beast writes, posts, or films a video about Disney food, something new at Disneyland, something pretty at Disneyland, it goes crazy. We see a spike of traffic on the website. We get a ton of comments, a ton of likes. Everyone's tagging their friends. And I just had to get to the bottom of it. I'm looking for any excuse possible to do an entire podcast about Disney and theme parks. And here we are. Oh, and there's a fervor, right? There's a fervor behind it. And for someone like... You, the the Disney pass holder, the theme park uh, enthusiast, there's it makes sense, right? And I think something for for me is it makes sense because I see the traffic and I see the views and I know people are like crazed about it, but I still want to know like the, you know what's the magic behind some of this food because it the way it performs and the way it engages and the amount of interest about it is just. That's something I don't necessarily comprehend. And we're in, we're in food media, right? So we, we look at new food all the time and there's lots of fervor around food and there's a lot of fervor around novel food. But almost like without a doubt, if we put the word Disney in front of some sort of menu item, people are just like, they go bananas. And I'm gonna prove to you that, Jeff, I'm gonna prove to you that this food is why theme parks are either making it or breaking it. Wow. Like that's, I think, and di- that Disney's the creme de la creme of it, right? And that's why Christina's here. She's going to prove it. So in the building, we're actually at Disneyland recording this podcast. We have Christina Orgel, the pastry sous chef at Central Bakery and responsible, she's responsible for everything baked good mm. at Disneyland. Wow. <laughs> That means hey. whether you're in Frontierland, whether you're going down Main Street. Yo, rose gold macaroons? Yeah, yep. I got them. Oh. <laughs> Churros? <laughs> <What's up? laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. So hold on, real quick. Central Bakery is responsible for 90% of all baked goods throughout the hotels, the resorts. It's cr- So like 90% of the baked goods is coming from freshly baked from the from the 10,000 square, square foot feet. facility yep. Yep. that Christina like runs and operates still like. not big enough <laughs> Holy God. it's okay. not big enough it's, it's not still big not enough. big enough what? okay wait, wait, wait talk to me what you mean you, not big you, enough you, you have to take a tour of the bakery like okay, we, it'd be great like we, well we have these huge trams so when you think of baking at home you think of one sheet tray or like you know most people don't even have like a full sheet tray when you think full sheet sheet tray you think yeah. you know your mom and you know your mom's like nine by 13 pan right that's not a full sheet tray. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so educate us because when i read ten thousand square foot like baking facility and i also read uh i believe the number is 1.2 million macarons a year 
I'm sorry, that was that was not macros. That was the beignets. The 1.2 million beignets a year. Like what? Obviously, we don't. This is audio. But if you could give us, even Eli and I, paint a picture of what what is a 10,000 square foot facility and what are you able to do? And like you mentioned, what are the what's like the cut and dried differences for anyone who's no, baked something maybe even in a commercial kitchen but how this disneyland bakery disneyland bakery what does that look like 1.0 that's us <laughs> we're amazing um it it really is it's a huge building with just everyone having fun and everyone enjoying what they're doing so we come in at 5 a.m Okay. It's the morning time. It's too um, early, but it's, t- it's way too early. But bless yes. you, <laughs> Mama. Yes, and we even we even stretch and yes, we're we're there at five a.m. So uh, when basically when you think of at home, you're baking a dozen cook dozen cookies or something like right. that. And you like you know your mom's like, oh, I gotta make three dozen cookies. Okay, try like fifty dozen. That, 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 that's that, our day. That, that, that's that, our day. That's your entry match, that's right? That's my entry math. So, like, we, we don't even do in dozens. Like, it's very cute. Like, no. Like, uh, like you know, when you think of, uh, like, you know, a pound of flour, no, we have 50-pound bags of flour. Like, wow. when people say, oh, should you be lifting that? I was like, I lift 50-pound bags of flour. I got this. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, um, but, yes. So, it, it's, it's a huge facility. It is very huge. It is so nice. But still... There are times that, like, when all of us are working, it, it's like a very busy freeway that we have to call out. We're, we're in a safety, we're safety first. So we're Disney. Um, like, when you're going around the corner and you have, like, your arms full of ingredients and you're all like, corner! You're yelling out, like, you hear corner all the time, hot behind. Yes, I said hot it. Behind. Hot behind. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a PG-13 <laughs> podcast now. Um, uh, knife behind. We all use our words, but we're calling out. We're we're walking really, really fast. We're boiling. We're baking. Like everything at the bakery. So um, in the morning time, you'll um, we we make the parking lot smell so good. Everyone oh. when they because we're in the parking lot right behind Mickey and Friends parking structure. Oh, that's where you guys can sneak in. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how. <laughs> so, um, uh, we, um, when you, when you park it in the morning time, it smells like nothing but chocolate. Cause we make our brownies then Ooh. it smells like, so, it smells so good. Ooh. And I really do love our brownies <laughs> at nighttime. You'll smell nothing but cinnamon. Cause we're making the breakfast items. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Okay. It's so good. So now you run this 10,000 square foot facility, but you started, I heard as a dishwasher. I did as a ago? heart of house. See, this is a heart of house. What is heart back of, of house? house. Back of heart, heart of house. Heart of house. That's how Disney talks. Okay. Heart of house. Heart of Gosh. house. Back of okay. house. <laughs> so I was in the heart of house. I started as a dishwasher, um, busser. So I washed many dishes, <laughs> many, oh. many dishes. Yeah. Like ballpark. How many dishes have you washed <laughs> as a dishwasher? I remember one day my, my <laughs> chef called me in and was like, Christina, we need you. Uh, everyone called in. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, I'll come in. And at the time I actually had two jobs. Yeah, that's how we roll. Um, so I, I came in and I'm like, okay, let's do this. I was like, how backed up is it? He's like, stop bad i'm like okay so i come in and literally the entire the table like this that the students said was covered and and they had started putting stuff on the floor and i was like i am going to kill you right now and my chef was like i'll make you lunch <laughs> and i'm like deal but um but yeah so washed many dishes then i moved i literally at um I moved everywhere from bartending to serving to um, uh, uh, food attendant, like like any of it. And um, then they, my, my managers almost 
forced me to go into emerging leaders. <laughs> They're like, you're ready. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready. Like, you're ready. <laughs> so like management. So I went into management and I went um, to French market. I love French markets. Mm, yeah, okay, okay. It's so much okay. fun. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So I went down, I, w- I went over there and um, did my emerging leaders there and they lost a chef at the bakery and they knew that I had a, sh- a culinary background. I went to school up in Seattle. Okay. Okay. Oh, so you did have a culinary school background. Mm-hmm. Okay. So wait, for people who don't know, I have no idea. Emerging Leaders is a program within Disney that kind of spots people with talent. And, yes. Okay. It is. I really think it's really amazing to anyone that really wants to try hard and like push themselves. Um, it's basically management classes. Who does management classes anymore? Wow. Like they, they teach us how to be managers for Disney. Of okay. course, with, with, you know, with, with glitter and sprinkles. okay that's funny and so what was i mean so there was obviously an opportunity available yes and then what's the moment for you that you're saying to yourself pastry is going to be my career and i'm gonna and i'm gonna and i'm I'm gonna do it and i'm I'm gonna gonna do it it, right Um, because you now you'd been in multiple roles like what was the trigger of like pastry is it yeah well why are you you a bartender right now because you did everything um uh Really, it came when I was already at the bakery, and I was a manager at the bakery, and they basically were like, okay, make the decision, manager or chef. And I was like, the first words out of my mouth, chef. So um, I transitioned gut, gut over decision. to sous chef, th- th- that, that decision. Mm-hmm. Gut decision. I like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I like that. Me too. Do you ever look back and you're just like, dang. Was that like almost 15 years ago, you said? Every single day. Every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now. We're sitting next to some rose gold macaroons. That's oh right. my gosh. Okay, so give me an understanding. I'm assuming because of park seasonality, because of the amazing things that Disney constantly has new in the park, that your day to day isn't a day to day. That's my assumption. But to give our, 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 our readership somewhat of an understanding, if you weren't here with us in what a conference room right now, like what what are the things that when you leave here, you have to go do because Food Beast Podcast delayed you from doing it? And uh, our apologies in advance. <laughs> well, well, one you could tell by my photo, um, I would be playing with my cats. <laughs> I, I, I am the designated cat lady at the bakery. As so far as I actually rescued a little kitten outside, and I found her home at with a girl at the bakery and literally this kitten is like in the lap of luxury. She has like <laughs> like collars that have like like diamonds on it now and I'm like, "Okay." But um so yeah, so I'm I'm the cat I'm the cat lady at the bakery, but um actually it's 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 all about family and um I actually really do love to actual cook. Mm. Um it's not my favorite. I went to culinary school. The moment they had me debone my first chicken, it was over. It was over. Like That's over it. in what way? Have you had to debone a chicken before? I deboned a chicken. No. It is not fun. No, it's not I cool. I felt like I had salmonella like crawling up me. <laughs> yeah, 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 you have to shower after you deboning really a chicken. You really have to like get in there with that knife. But yeah, no. But when they had me started the uh, the crepes and, and everything else, it was back on. So you lo- you fell in love with that side. <laughs> I fell in love with that side. So, okay. But doesn't mean I can't make a mean lasagna. So. Right. You know. Are you also responsible for all the cats that roam Disneyland? Is that a true? Is that a factor <laughs> fiction? You know? Is that a factor fiction? Do you guys do that oh. to like save on cleaning crews? <laughs> do they? 
Well, so what? So what happens? They they like lick up all the bugs. Why are cats roaming Disneyland? <laughs> cats are amazing. Can we just geek out about Disneyland for a second? Just tell me why these things exist at Disneyland. <laughs> well, who do you think's gonna you know chase around everything? <laughs> I feel like I think it's isn't it kind of ironic that it's just a bunch of cats, but your leader is a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so it's just like look, cats order and, and control in the park. Cats and mice can be friends. I've seen it. <laughs> can they? <laughs> and so from a from a pastry perspective, like how hands on are you day to day in comparison to like obviously you're a leader of that operation. So when you're wearing the metaphorical or actual chef hat. Um, <laughs> metaphorical, because you're not wearing a chef hat. You're annoying. <laughs> then, like, so what are your, like, what are your day-to-day responsibilities like? That is an awesome question, because it is true. Some people, like, like you're saying, like, how responsible you are for the macaroni. And I was like, I was like, dude, I, I'm not an island. <laughs> like, there's no way I can make all these desserts by myself. Our fabulous cast members come in and just dedicate themselves to all the things they do. So really, on a day-to-day, I actually don't touch the food that actually goes out to the locations. Sure. Mm-hmm. I train the cast members. So um, our, our fabulous executive chef, uh, Jean-Marc, he actually made um, these. Uh-huh. Um, uh, at oh, Jolly Holiday. Yes. She's, ta- oh, she's, ta- oh, she's talking oh, about, yes. so first of all, shout out, shout Stay out. Cameras. Shout out to you. <laughs> this is probably the most food we've ever had on the Food Beast podcast, which yes. is really a criminal <laughs> offense on our part and an amazing uh, gift Luxury. on your part. So we're yeah. looking. Okay, so in front of us right now, I'm holding the rose gold macaroons. A beautiful uh, Minnie Mouse shaped uh, macaroon. We got the bow. We got the glitter. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's glitter because this looks like some thick glitter. And, and it's edible. And it's edible. Hold up. <laughs> and and at least from the as Eli is going mm. to eat this with full mm. full sounds oh, on no. on the podcast, but. From the pastry chefs that I know or bit or prevalent hobby bakers that I know is that the macaron is one of the more difficult I would yes. imagine like because mm-hmm. of of it's the exact measurements right it's like it's because of how precise you have to be yes. and then on top of that instead of a single sphere you are now you have three spheres that like are attached so is, how complex is is that? And if the silhouette isn't perfect, <laughs> yeah. someone is getting and, it. And like, how often? Uh, like, how often does someone like not up not up to spec because of how difficult that is? Well, one, you have to know your oven. So exactly like you said, it is difficult. This one, um, a mac like a French macaroon on its own is not an easy thing. We used to have. Um, uh, what is it? We used to have interviews for cast members that were hired at the bakery, and they had to do a basket for us, and they had to bake some things. And if anyone ever did a, a French macaroon, we were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, getting fancy. Like French macaroons are just not that thing. You're like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna whip out some French macaroons at home. No, <laughs> no, I would highly not recommend it to any moms out there. No, don't do it. Um, Make, stick to brownies. Stick to brownies. Stick to brownies or cheesecake or you know something like that. But a macaroon, if you want to push yourself and you really want to try it, I highly recommend trying it. You know, once in your life. But it's one of those things that one of the mix. You have to make sure you 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 mix it enough. So if you don't mix it enough, it it's really it's it comes out very um, grainy and bumpy on the top. Mm. If you mix it too much, it's too liquid. 
and it won't Ooh. stick together. So it's it's like that 40, 40 stirs. Like how long does it take to get to Tootsie Pop? That sounds like it, a risotto. Like yes, you know what I mean. Like you can't go of baking. Yes, the risotto. This is the risotto of baking. Walk me through. I'm gonna use that. Walk me through the flavors on this rose gold macaroon. Because is this is this lemon in there? What is it? Yes, what is, that okay. is. You go. <laughs> yeah. So so the French macaroon is is just it's an almond flavor because it it has um it has um uh, almond. Uh, and then it has uh, egg whites and all kinds of fun stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But the filling, what it is, is a lemon verbena. What is a verbena? It's just the flavor. That okay. it, it, it has. It's, it's like a lemon uh, herb. Okay, got it. So I instead like it. of like lemon squeeze, it's an herb that you'll get the lemon from. Oh, I love it. I love it so How much. How delicate is that texture, though? It's so, it's very nice. Huh? So it, it is like on the inside, we'll do like rounds on the ear and then rounds on the face of the macaroon. And on the ears, on the inside is a strawberry jelly. And on the center is a um, strawberry like uh, compote jelly. Okay, I'm going to talk with my mouth full against everyone's <laughs> better judgment. That's so good. It's good. It's really light. So what's up with, can we talk for a second about rose gold? Yeah. So oh, what, okay, everything. so you have. Hold on, you hold have, on, hold on. First of all, before you ask your question, gut reaction, rose gold. How do you feel? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hot take. Spicy. Do you don't like the rose gold. <laughs> okay, because okay, we. Yeah. We have it's a question because, <laughs> right, it's for right, and so is it because it's hard, harder to use as an ingredient? Is it because we have tons of questions? Because obviously <laughs> there's a huge fervor related to kind of rose gold everything it, it Disney. It truly right? is, yes. And so my first question is, was it because like rose gold merchandise was so popular that it kind of bled into food preparation? Or was it all going to come out at the same time? Like, w- how did rose gold come to be as it relates to baked goods at Disneyland? It kind of, it, it bled over from there. But it was, um, it was one of those things that wasn't, like, meant to, like, always be, you know, oh, you're always thinking, oh, let's do a rose gold. Rose gold is one of those colors that it can be kind of multiple. Like, people will say, oh, that's not rose gold. Or that's rose gold. <laughs> it's one of those colors that are, you really have to blend. Like, the dusting on the top of you. There's actual dust. Okay. Yeah, we're rubbing. We're luster rubbing the. Pa- we're rubbing the. Pa- the macaroni. Do you like right that? Luster dust. Luster, you like luster saying dust. It? Luster dust. Did you coin there that? Is luster dust. dust. <laughs> Holy there's that is, luster that, hold dust. On, that's mind blowing. Why is there dust on this? Why is it? Why is it lustering? Here I am, eating this beautiful baked good, at this table, unbeknownst to me, that there is a dust that. You can literally take off, put on your finger, and it's rose gold dust. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. So I that, would never would have expected that. But your, your, your comment about rose gold and people kind of wanting to claim ownership over it and understanding like, oh, that's not the flavor or that's not. But the rose gold churro is a strawberry or no? I Am I wrong? I so in the park, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's a strawberry. This this I'm getting lemon out of. and it's But it's this color and this hue. And I think it kind of speaks to like Dis- Disneyland food is iconic now. Like things that are coming and out, has been, but, and ha- it has like, been. Rose gold specifically it, is becoming very, very like Disneyland up. is owning rose gold foods more than any any anything else on this planet. Right, but you kind of like rolled your eyes when I said <laughs> rose gold. Like, oh, is it like purple? Like when purple was super hot in foods, like violet. Thank you, Vi- violet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, There's all kinds of so the, the luster dust. This to uh, to create this luster dust. One of our cast members mixed five different luster dusts to get the perfect 
Rose gold. Okay, and like, <laughs> and and, the, and when you say perfect, that's the perfect like color and and texture combination that you're looking for. Yes. So because yeah, we we really do strive ourselves. Uh, um, our executive chef Jean Marc, he's he's from France. He's you, you're on it. <laughs> like he's, if he doesn't like it, it's like he'll look at it. No. Okay. <laughs> like you, we really have to get it right to, before we show it to him, and we we try very hard. I mean, is he on Instagram? Or are you on Instagram? Like, what are you like? Are you guys looking and saying like, oh, that probably looked dope in the Instagram feed, and creating stuff like that all the time? Okay. I, I, I'll I will look at desserts. I've, I most of the time won't even look at the recipes, but I'll look at the dessert itself mm. and kind of piece together other ways that we can do it. We have a lot of different products at the bakery that are really cool to use that a lot of home chefs will not be able to get access to. But if we see something that's really cool, like, oh, I can do that with this, we'll, we'll be able to create a whole new dessert, but, so, but still using the main idea that we saw like on Pinterest. Because, mm. and, that, and that makes me think of a question because like the visual spectrum of food one, there's a big determinant in how it's marketed. But I'm curious about, like, if I created the spectrum and the, the top end of the spectrum is Instagram-worthiness, right? And the bottom end of the spectrum is where I feel like there's a really big chef community that David Chang is a part of and then you show Ugly Delicious that's like, it doesn't need to look good, it needs to taste good, right? So that's one side of the spectrum and the other side being it has to be the most awesome thing I've ever seen in my life because it has to be Insta-worthy. Where do you feel like pastry and dessert should sit on that spectrum? Like should they be more aesthetically pleasing all the time or are there things that don't necessarily need to look great as long as they taste exactly how it should taste? You kind of, you, you start eating with your eyes though. And it's like you really do have to want to eat it. When you look at something that's not presented well, you're like, I'll pass, you know? Sure, absolutely. Like, exactly. So th there has to be some sort of give and take when it comes to that. But for the most part, if, if you know, my mom's going to make me a chocolate cake, I know it's going to taste good. It may not look good, but <laughs> it's going to taste good. But if for Disneyland, for Disneyland and home, it's going to be a different thing. We just want to give them the best that they can because they really, they come here to enjoy with their family. They come here to enjoy just time away, like reality sucks sometimes. We all know this. Mm -hmm. And we want them to come here and just forget that, yeah. to imagine a place that is better. Yeah. And you know what? If a rose gold macaroon is gonna make it, we're gonna make it. Yeah, and you're gonna make it <laughs> We're gonna make as it, pretty as possible. We're gonna make it possible. pretty, like I'm on the spectrum, I'm a little bit more like pretty, but not like have to be pretty all the time. Like, I, I see pretty, what you're but saying. tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. That's a really cool way. That's a really honest way to think about it, too, is knowing that people are pr paying a premium for this and you have to live up to that experience for them. It's hard. It's yeah, and I, I can see how that, that pressure mounts. What's interesting about the making food look good thing is I like what you were saying because as someone who takes a lot of food photos and puts them on Instagram, I'm the dude who will like reorganize fries in a dish to make sure it looks good. And people are like, that's not honest. I'm like, look... The fries taste good, but if someone plopped them on my plate and I'm taking a picture of it, I'm going to make it look a little bit better for the chef because like, I want people to come and taste how good it is. Yeah. So I don't think there's harm in me reorganizing some fries if that's my job to take good pictures of food for people. So that's why like, 
I know how churros should look good. I like to stack them three and put them in my small hands and then run it. Oh, you uh, know the odd number. The odd number is good. The Always even is the weird. odd numbers are best for photos. Well, see, I like that. So there's different people on Instagram. Some people are very symmetrical, so they have to do the two churros. So they have two people and they split their screen, the one churro on one side, one on the other. Sometimes I go to Disneyland by myself, so I have to take three and put them in one hand. So, you know, anyways, food tangent for Instagram. <laughs> Is there is there a specific culinary creation uh, from your tenure that you're just the most proud of, like over everything? This is this is my sh- the shining glory of of my career. I have a couple, but I'd have to say the most one that's mine. It was one of it. It was actually pretty new. Um, the dragon dessert for the Fantasmic at Riverbell. Okay. Um, that that one was my baby. I um I was really proud of it because it went through multiple phases. Again, that it may not have looked the best when I showed it to my executive chef, and he's like, "I like the concept, but let's take it up a notch. Let's put this on. Let's take off that, and let's add this." That's why we always ask like all the chefs. We always want to get input because we really don't want to just like one person. I all the time ask my cast members in the bakery, "Taste this." Taste this, taste this. Just because I like it doesn't mean everyone else is going to sure. like it. I'd rather have everyone like it and just an overall in, enjoyment, and then we'll go from there. But that one really spoke to me because I, I pushed myself, really pushed myself to get that. Ten, tell me, and tell me for those not walk familiar, us through it. walk, walk us through, us through what, what the dish is. Okay, so what it is, <laughs> is um, the base is a um, chocolate crunch, so it's basically chocolate with chocolate waf- with wafers in it. Okay. So it has a really nice, the chocolate's going to be refrigerated, so it's going to be nice and like crunch, it's like a hard. And then um, we, we build it inverted, so in dome molds. Yes. So you look, yeah, we're, we're okay. getting the <laughs> So um, we have the we have the mold, and it's um, basically upside down. So what we do is we pour a um, caramel mousse in there, and then we'll make a spicy ganache center yeah, oh. because it's maleficent. Come on, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. You need some spice. <laughs> need some so, spice. Yeah. So we make a spicy um, with with cayenne pepper. So it's kind of at the very end that you taste it. You're like, this is not spicy. And, and then like, it hits Whoa. you. You're like, Whoa. <laughs> But it's like the um, the dark chocolate spicy dome. We'll do another dome, but a smaller mat, and then we'll freeze them, and then we'll pop them out and push that into the um, the the caramel mousse, and then let that sit a little bit, and then um, <clears throat> we'll put a little bit of currant blackberry preserve on top of that. Oh wow! To, like just to bring in all those like really like that kind of that acidity in there really cuts through the spiciness. You'll still taste it, but it's not as like. Whoa. Yeah. And then you push the. Um, the the chocolate crunch on top and then you freeze it and then you invert it and we glaze it purple glitter glaze whoa i love glitter glaze (laughs) i really like glitter (laughs) i think i think this job was meant for you yeah just drooled on the mic looking at this picture of this thing oh Oh, that's 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 not it what's which which one are we looking at okay keep going oh yeah huh here we go here we go that's okay that's okay. Anyways, that we're gonna. But that was a Mickey Sorcerer that is um, sold at uh, Blue Bayou. Oh, I love it. Oh, is this yes. it? Whoa, it's even cooler. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's the seal, it's the dome and the dragon on top. Oh. Uh-huh. So okay. that, that one's a Maleficent dessert. Oh, that's so cool with the little splash of. And then the flame, uh huh, and then yep. the sauce, they use it as her. 
as our flame. I love it. I love it. You you must have crazy insights. I know your your primary focus is on the Disneyland park, um, but your team scales all the parks, right? So, uh, or sorry, all the parks here in Southern California and the and the hotels. Is there stuff that you know about people who go to like Disneyland versus people who go to California Adventure or what people at the Disneyland Hotel like versus Grand California? Like pastry-wise, like what are Ooh. people eating more muffins at, at Grand California <laughs> versus like over at Disneyland, they just like mimosas for breakfast and they're on that liquid diet? Sure, sure, sure. So uh, California Adventures, we can play a little bit more with alcohol. Okay. Oh. <laughs> play a little bit more with that. <laughs> okay. So that's always fun. Is that because of an older demographic or is that because? Um, it, it, it's because of the park. Because of the park. Because the um, uh, um, California Adventures, you can basically drink in that park. In Disneyland, we like to keep it a little bit more sober. Low key. More <laughs> low, low key. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. And so what? So for a pastry chef, what does that? What, how does that translate from like if you can play with alcohols more? Like what's an application of that? That um, uh, an easy one would be like a cupcake with a shooter. In it, or a cupcake with oh. one of those. Um, a little squeeze pipette. tube on top. It's yeah. called pipettes. Pipettes? Mm-hmm. Oh, the thing that sticks it. in. Mm-hmm. The, that actually. I called it a syringe, it, but it, that's why you have your job. It, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's still pretty popular, but around Halloween, it's it's the most popular. Like you, you know, put something like um, a, like looking Bloody. like blood or something like that mm. in it. But yeah. Got it. So, I mean, we've looked at some pretty crazy culinary creations. Is, has there any been. First of all, I'm not sure if your department handles like the weddings here by chance. Uh, well, we we our cast members do the wedding cakes for both Disneyland Hotel, the park, and uh, Paradise Pier. I Hotel. have to th- I have to think there's got to be some crazy requests that you guys get <laughs> for wedding cakes, or maybe it's from like a Disney executive that just wants to see something come to life. Like, what's the craziest concept that you were like? You just weren't sure if it could even happen. Like full-size 3D wall? Well, we, we have a lot of brides that have just ideas, and they they just want the per- – like, everyone wants the perfect wedding day. Right. So they just have a lot of ideas, and they throw it out there, and we're all like, whoa, whoa. Okay, let's – let's like, think with, like, two two concepts instead of, like, five. Like, like I've had a bride that's like, oh, I want this. I want that. I want this color. I want that. Oh, I kind of want this. This represents my grandfather. And I was like, great. I was like, but let's let's, like – Pick two. <laughs> Pick two and let's go from there because we, we still want to give the bride what they want, like the representation, especially if, if something reminds them of their grandfather. What's really popular is actually to put um, like a little uh, doll underneath the very bottom layer and have like the fondant kind of wrapped around it, but it looks like it's coming out. Have you seen that? What? Yeah. So that's been a couple ones that um, will like when we lay down the fondant um, at the very at the very base before we tuck it in, there'll be like a little like action figure or something like that underneath, and it'll it'll look like it's like crawling out. Oh, that's been so. a request. Has it been a request that you mm-hmm. wanted? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's on trend. That's so weird. Hey, Costa, mm-hmm. you writing that down? That's sweet. <laughs> Next wedding cake. Hey. But yeah, so that, and also we get some really fun requests when it comes to the, you know, the groom cake and the bride's cake. Very different. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes the groom gets their own cake. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> now I'm looking forward to having a wedding. Now, now <laughs> if we become grooms, we will have to have our own cake. I would demand it. You guys should have your own cake. Do you get to watch Disney movies before everyone? <laughs> I wish. 
Because well, here's here's where if you don't already oh. and someone um, like uh, I don't know someone's listening that can change the rules. <laughs> How far? So like Star Wars Land is gonna open up. Pixar Pier is coming. Like you have to like you get to see The Incredibles too, so you know like. How to create dope pastries for Incredible Two? I feel like it, you should be seeing this. Stuff I have before. always said that when Frozen came out, <laughs> I'm saying I was that. like, "How do you expect me to make a Frozen dessert other than ice cream if I haven't seen Elsa?" Yeah, <laughs> like, how, I want to see it. I want to create something that applies to multiple plot structures. <laughs> how exactly. can I do that if I don't haven't seen the movie? This exactly. isn't for you, right? This is for the greater <laughs> so, good of the people that are visiting that. Disneyland. Exactly. This is for me and my season pass holder value stock. <laughs> Going up, my shares depend on you seeing these Pixar movies before me. You should at least see them. Star Wars? Are you gonna go see well, Solo before? Because, because that's oh yes. Because how much? So for like a new hotel or for uh, Pixar Pier opening, how much planning is there bef- bef- as it relates to pastry to support those sections? Because I think that's where his question comes from. Do you see the movie? Is because if you're nine months in planning before uh, Pixar Pier opens, but you also like aren't aware of everything, of the new things of Pixar or something <coughs> related to that, um, what's that planning season like? Uh, because yeah, I mean, there's tons of new developments happening in downtown do you, Disney. Do you guys have weekly meetings? Uh, like, hey, okay, guys, we're we're gonna. Is there a whiteboard in in the ma- middle of that ten thousand square feet that you're like, <laughs> all right, guys, crazy ideas, go. It's our, it's our think board. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, Jean, um, Chef Jean Marc gets all of that. He's the one that he he's he's our executive chef. So he he's the concept man. Mm-hmm. He's the one that thinks of the concepts. Sometimes he'll actually say, I want this and this. Do it. Other times he'll be very specific and say, I want this, this, this to look like this and this. So it kind of depends on sure. what he kind of, he trusts us and he wants us to do. Uh, sometimes he'll be very, and then very specific. And other times he'll just like, literally he'll show me a photo. I want something like that. <laughs> and like, cause, okay. Cause in my head, like the imagined situation as I like p- tried to put myself in your shoes would be like coming in to work on a Monday like, and then executive chef, as soon as I walk in the door at 5 a.m., is like, guess what? We're doing something new, and we're debuting it next week. Is that, like, real real or, like, real or fake? Yes. Real. <laughs> That's real. That's crazy. Are they like, yo, BB-8, this cupcake BB-8 needs to be remote controlled and operate on its own? <laughs> and you're like, chef, I don't, like, see, you're watching too many Disney movies. Is that, that how often do you have to look, chef, and be like, yo, like, come on. <laughs> Come on, come on. Sometimes, if you want to believe it or not. I don't have an extension cord that long, no. Is the executive chef team here uh, also executive chef team as it relates to, like, Orlando? They all have their own executive chef team, I'm Mm -hmm. assuming. So is there a... It's sort of like a friendly, like West Coast, East Coast wa- rivalry as it relates to very friendly, very friendly, right? Because I imagine that it exists, right? Because we we covered a number of items that came out of Pandora <laughs> because of how expressive they're able to be, yes. and with the new land and how wondrous that is, um, and with a number of 
of Disney pastry chefs getting named to like top 10 pastry chefs of the year. All sorts of stuff. Uh, uh, Chef Jean-Marc got on there. Which, yeah, but Chef Jean-Marc was on there. West and Coast? So, <laughs> and so like how much of that is like, okay, you got Pandora, but we got <laughs> Pixar Piers coming down the line. We're going to do our own stuff. And like how, how much of that is a friendly rivalry? It's, it's, it's really fun because we know a lot of the chefs. We have a couple of chefs come over occasionally when we open Cars Land. Oh, there were so many pies to do. So, uh, <laughs> like, like you would think, like it would be nothing, but like when you make five thousand pies, it's like I don't want to see another pie for a long time. Uh, we we had them come over, so sometimes we shoot them an email, and we're all like, "Look at what we." Do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, like, I like that. I like that soft delivery yeah. voice. Just look. Just look. <laughs> Y'all like bam. <laughs> But but yeah no it's it, it, it's a lot of fun because we, we are we are on the, the we're all on the same team but it's like oh, look at what we did because <laughs> talking so we get about talking about Carsland I know one of Eli's favorite thing that he always talks about is like the bread cone oh yeah the cone oh yeah get, which is that, is, is that coming out of your department is like no sav- is it sweets kind of only coming out of Central Bakery or are there savory items that come out as well for the most part it's sweets we do um, some cornbread like if you go to a French market and you have the cornbread right. that, that comes from okay. us um, we do some uh, brioche bread for Club 33 mm. for, for, for the most part it's almost all sweets okay other than a couple of different breads what um <laughs> Is there okay? People only see the successful items. They see the rose gold churro. (laughs) Has there ever been? Well, because have you ever put out an item and you're like, that just didn't get received the way I thought it would. But maybe with a few tweaks, maybe it still had like, like it deserves a second chance. Like what? What's something that like with a few tweaks, like you would have loved to like love to bring back? Oh, there's there's been so many. Like. A lot of times we'll we'll do something, and we really do try and plan and make sure that everyone tastes it. Because we have not just Chef Jean-Marc, we have other executive chefs in the park, um, say of savory or sweet, and we'll bring it up to them, and we're like, okay, what do you think? Taste it, taste it. That's why also we have tastings for the chefs, and then we have tastings for the look at the location with actual managers and people that work there, because we want the most amount of. Feedback, like feedback. Of course, we're not going to take. I thought it too too much lemon, or you know, something like that. But everyone else said, "Oh, perfect lemon, perfect lemon." So we're going to kind of gather all of the the feedback and say what we thought was most important. But we do um, we do get a lot of feedback on things, and we have like for um, Disneyland's changing a lot of their desserts pretty soon. It's going to be actually couple days before Pixar. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, timing. Um, But uh, Disneyland's going to be changing a lot of their desserts coming up. And that one, I I had, I think, five tastings altogether, like, once I was, like, done. Like, I had actually had a tasting for a person in... um, Finance to see like to see what it is the money man because yeah. you know you need the money man <laughs> so so he he tasted the things and was like okay you know and then he got an idea of what he maybe should charge for it and because he they do all that that money stuff but but yeah so I did a tasting just for him. <laughs> How many cavities fun. do you have? <laughs> I always <laughs> wonder that because pastry chefs they get to experience. Well, I mean, you have to taste everything. And right? a follow up so. question is how much tasting are you doing on a daily basis? Because I assume similar to the savory side of being a chef, you're just t- 
tasting constantly. We have black spoons everywhere throughout the bakery. Like we'll tell our cast members, we don't want them to eat the food. We want them to try the food. Mm. Like you don't have to make a whole macaroon for yourself to try it, <laughs> but you can try the filling. You can try one of the mm. centers, things like that. So we're always tasting and we've tasted over and over and like, okay, what do you think of this? Like a lot of times because baking is so precise, it's not something like, oh, just add a little bit more of this. Add a, like add a little bit more stock. It doesn't matter. No, no. Like it has to be like exact. Yeah. If Walt Disney was around like today, <laughs> what would you serve him? Well, we know from we know from the past that he loves lemon um, like a lemon chiffon cake. That was one of his favorites. At Carsland, they have the cheddar apple pie, um, in Flows, and that was one of his favorites. Um, he liked uh, like cobblers. He liked warm desserts. I, I, okay. I believe um, stuff that we have in the park right now. I think he would really like the um, the Mickey Sorcerer that we have Blue Bayou because mm. it's just so pretty and it's kind of like it shows like his creation Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So he was o he was always about moving forward and like if things needed to be changed, changed it. So I think he would really like the the wow factor behind some of the desserts that we have. What do you think he'd be thinking about that watermelon habanero beignet? <laughs> what do you look at it and be like? Mm, maybe not. Maybe not for me. May but maybe a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back, Christina. <laughs> Roll it back just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no. <laughs> One of the things we're noticing with our audience is how much our audience is becoming like more and more niche and segmented in the things that they like, whether that's dietary choice of I'm removing X from my diet and focusing on Y, whether that's this younger generation of that seems to be almost wholly uh, uh, allergic to peanuts, right? How does, uh, you mentioned in the beginning of the podcast safety first, but like what are some of the things Disney has to do to be able to offer things like potentially like gluten-free or offer things that's for peanut allergen, but then also still serve the masses in whole. Like anything you want to mention related to that, because I think it's just, it must, it's just such a massive operation. I don't know how, how where to even begin. It's, it, it is it is quite difficult. We have to make sure people around us know what, what we're doing. We have um, a location, not, not a location, but we have a station in our bakery that does nothing but allergies. Okay. So um, that that person will, um, especially for World of Color uh, in uh, California Adventures, uh, they have a lot of, we have a lot of, almost every single day we have multiple allergies for that event that goes live every, every night. We just try and make sure to do just do the best we can because we understand that it's so serious. Like we have age groups of like very old to very young and it's like, it's, it's, it's almost scary to think of because exactly like I said, the peanut, like you can't even, I, I think at schools you can't even bring peanut sandwiches anymore, right? Right, yeah. Like that was like my, my jam. <laughs> like world. I had that every single day. I was like, what? I can't live without a peanut butter jelly sandwich. It's like a weapon now. <laughs> bring it to school. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I got like, this open face it. peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> no. Run that no. through the metal detector. <laughs> but um, we, 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 we make sure to... The person that's in charge of that, that, that allergy will have to wash out all of their own stuff and uh, make sure to wash their area. And we, we've, we've tried to look at all of those different um, in recipes for that because we'll, we'll come up with, we have, just like everywhere else, Disneyland has vendors. We have vendors that are approved and not approved. So mm. we have to go through our approved vendors. Sometimes they may not have a lot of those nicer or allergy 
friendly specific. batters or yeah. things like that. So they're very specific. Like you can get them on Google, like you can shop them on Amazon, no problem. But you may not, we, we sometimes won't be able to get it because they won't be able to support. Like if we buy something, it's not going to buy one little bag. It's going to buy like a 50 pound bag. Again, like our flour, it's going to be a lot. And a lot of those vendors that can't do that scale stuff, that way. Exactly. So we'll have to kind of work with what we have, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun because we get a lot of, uh, letters and a lot of thank yous from oh, guests that have had it i'm sure we, we just had a manager meeting and it was amazing that they were talking about this lady that sent in a video and she sent in a letter and i was so excited because i was like oh my god that's the one i worked on <laughs> like me and two other me and another sous chef and then another cast member worked on that one specifically remember because i was like oh my god i was like i remember blue bayou and then golden vine i was like yes <laughs> so it was it was really fun especially that i got to show the cast member back at the bakery um, the the video because they sent it to us. I was like, that's the one we did it for because we saw the little girl all happy oh, eating amazing. her cupcakes and we're like, oh my gosh, that's like, so that that's is so what rewarded. we do. Yeah. It really is. You just get to look on social media and just see so many people and like how does that still shock you every oh, time? You're I like, Instagram oh, I worked on that. Like stalk like crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, when when something new happens, Jolly Holiday is one of my my, my my babies on Main Street, and they have a very timetable seasonal menu. They they switch. We all know on this day we switch to fall. On this day we switch to spring. You know things like that, and um. Some of those desserts, like after they go live, I'm like, okay, where are they? Where are they? <laughs> like, I'm on my phone like crazy because I was like, I want to make sure what people are saying or what people are thinking. Um, the the rose gold is another like popular one that when that first day came out, like within an hour of the location getting it, I'm like, okay, where are they? Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm I'm on Instagram right away. Sweet or savory? What's kind of a secret menu? item that most people don't know about but you just love at the park that you can just give some insight to I for, for uh, my purposes <laughs> just like any park Disney or uh, California Adventure have, have you been to um, retro the um, above uh, Tomorrowland Terrace there's no. a um, the retro box you can go to uh, see the fireworks where the um, it's in Tomorrowland right, yes yeah to Tomorrowland uh -huh. in um, uh, it's you you go up there Pay a little extra. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll ask my mom for the money. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You, you go up there <laughs> and, a good day. and we have um it's a little box and it has all retro. So we have our our, our Mickey cloud cake. It's a Twinkie. Oh. And um <laughs> we have a ding dong. We have a red the red zinger and stuff. So uh, and actually I believe there is a secret. This on it, it's it's on YouTube. Okay. But um it there is a secret. Um, menu for uh, that same area like Pizza Port or Tomorrowland Terrace uh -huh. that has Galactic Girl sorry <laughs> <laughs> that has um, that has like after a certain time they switch over to it and I heard everything's deep fried so go get it what so look up like retro and it's 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 up there you get to see the fireworks and you get all of those little box that has all of these goodies in it okay box yeah. of <laughs> Goodies. That's why you listen yes. to the end of podcasts. Yeah, with the you got You got. You got to wait for it. This is the teaser at the beginning. This is the teaser at the beginning, just for the people that's tuned in the whole time. I love it. Um, one last thing. Can you? Or a couple of things. But what? What's something people can look forward to? Something that you're working on in the pipeline. Maybe you can give us some. Drop, drop some, drop some fire. Well, one, I'm just gonna drop Pixar. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, drop Pixar. Yeah, Pixar. Have you seen photos of the alien macaroon? No. Oh. From Toy Story. <laughs> yes. So Ooh. at um, uh, Pizza Planet, no longer Pizza Port. 
Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. Okay. Um, has is going to have an alien macaroon, so mm. he's gonna look exactly like the alien. What a perfect thing for a macaroon, right? <laughs> he's so cute. You know, the, you know the one we're talking about, Jeff? I know the green one. The three eyes. He's I, like yeah. the claw. It's coming. Yeah, I definitely remember. I'm just trying to visualize. Oh, that's tight. <laughs> and they're going to be served out of a giant vending machine. <laughs> Correct? I wish. I, like, you I guys can like, have that one for free. That. <laughs> with, with Disney's proprietary technology, they do have a claw that can just gently scoop up. The... <laughs> Got it. Um, any last words to um, people at home that kind of want to pursue? You've done such great things at Disney. You've just done great things in your career. And you kind of make it seem easy because you're like, oh, dishwasher. And you have a great personality. <laughs> and you're doing all that. But, like, what are some things people can, like, just take away of, like, hard work? Like, what did you do that you feel, like, made you progress so far in your career? I think, yeah, it's, it's like, like, hard work. Like, you really, you really have to want it and you have to push yourself. Um, a lot of people nowadays will say, like, I actually, I would have to say I was in the right time at the right, the right place at the right time when it came to become a sous chef. I was at the bakery. They need. They needed another sous chef, and I had a little bit of the background for it, and they were willing to, you know, roll the dice on me, and um, hopefully it paid off. But uh, it, it really, it really is. You want it. You have to want it. Like Disney, Disney will push you. Like there are days that it's, it just they're so busy, so like everywhere, and you just have to push yourself and basically say, this is something I want, and I'm gonna work to get it, and I know what I have to do. You have to talk to your managers. Um, uh, a dishwasher in the park right now could eventually move around. Disney's really big on opportunities. They always try and look in internally. So there's always postings on like, oh, you can move here, you can move here. Oh, we have openings for this here. And really work hard enough and go get it. Doesn't matter what position you're in, you can go out. Go for it. Love it. All Love they it. can say Print is it. no. <laughs> Doesn't <it>. hurt. <laughs> yeah. Talk, make opportunities. Thank you so much. It was I know so you're much crazy fun. Busy. Uh, we're really we're really excited to check out everything, especially related to the Pixar Festival, oh, yes. which yeah. is uh, coming up in 13th. April thirteenth, um, as well as the launch of Pixar Pier, which is coming in June, June twenty third. So we'll be all over. Whatever you're making, we will yes. have. Yeah. So hey, if anyone wants to go with us, I'm gonna go check out that secret menu, that de all that deep fried stuff. Do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's just just email e l i e at foodbees.com. Email me. Let's set up some time. Let's go. And as always, please, please, please write us a review in iTunes. Yep. And uh, send emails to Eli or Jeff with the G at foodbees.com about the various topics you want us to discuss. And stay tuned for more theme park musings with Eli and Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>